My name is Cypher Morris, and this is This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips? Talking about rings? You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found? Check your grounds. This show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by inimitable Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. What's going on, Jeffrey? I seem to have misplaced my dictionary. I'm not exactly sure what you just called me. <laughs> uh, uh, a, a anomaly, a good person. Uh, it's a okay. short version. Yeah, it's an anomaly. I'll take that. The, uh... I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, I, I'm doing all right, Doug. How you doing? Just fine. Oh, there we awesome. go. Michael has made it. Awesome. I'm going to switch the main here. Um, yeah, so how, how did you do this weekend? Did you do uh, um, any shows or anything? No, no shows this past weekend. I took a trip out to uh, Nevada. Oh, did you now? <laughs> Hey, yeah. and as everybody can see, I got the chat working. Um, nice. Let's uh, just uh, so we can uh, let everybody know here. Um, our show today, once again, is brought to us by Ebox Design and Installs, Voodoo Customs, and um, Crossfire Car Audio. Remember, if you guys get an opportunity to support the people, support the people that support the things that you like to see. So please uh, patronize our sponsors. Once again, Crossfire Car Audio, Ebox Design and Install, and Voodoo Customs. All right, Jeffrey, sorry about that. So, where'd you, how'd you do in uh, Vegas? Uh, I, I was there for, you know, having some fun. I wasn't there uh, too much. I wasn't gambling though too much. Just uh, my uh, my daughter uh, was going out there and uh, celebrating her boyfriend's birthday, and they. They hit me up about getting them some comp rooms out there in Vegas, and because you got that you know, kind of clout. Uh, yeah, I, I could make perhaps I spend a little bit of money up there, and they <laughs> they reward me with free rooms <laughs> so I can spend more money. So you know, yeah. I just got a couple rooms, uh, just hanging out with my daughter uh, the weekend, and you know, just having a little fun. Yep. Uh, so um, you have a show this coming up weekend, right? Uh, not this weekend, the following weekend. Oh, okay. You got the final weekend of points. Um, yes. I have a show coming up this weekend, uh, which is in Reno, um, like I said. So if you guys are doing the uh, Reno thing, come on up to Reno and uh, go to the rib cook-off and then mm. go to the car show afterwards. So we'll be at um, Palomino's Tires instead of uh, Baldini's this time. Palomino Tires is like a half a block away. Um, when you get there, just head east, go to the casino and just head directly east. Um, I don't know, we're five buildings down or something like that. Hmm. So it's not too far away. Um, as everybody can see, I got the chat working, uh, good here. Um, nice. so, you know, uh, this weekend, the 10th, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> this weekend. Uh, no. the, no, no, the, the weekend coming up, um, September 8th, 9th and 10th. 
uh, Canadio final shows are on 8, 9, and 10. That's coming from Susie um, up in Canada. Um, that will be the same weekend that DB Drag concludes all of its points. Um, since we're starting to talk about world finals, we're going to start picking up some sponsors that are going to be sponsoring some of the DB Drag world finals stuff. And uh, this week on the podcast, um, this is a visual podcast, but he's uh, got his camera off, which is fine. Oh, there he is. Um, we have, mm -hmm. and now he's muted, but we have the CEO of US Amps. Oops, I pushed the wrong button there. Oh, wrong button again. Uh, Mr. Michael James. Michael, how are you doing? How you doing, guys? Nice to see you. Just fine. Um, so, Michael, so how long have you been the CEO of US Amps? Uh, just about a year now. Okay. So you've been about, uh, about a year. Um, what have you uh, – so part of the reason – well, why don't you tell us about it? So you are now the sponsor for DB Drag's trophy sponsorship for the four locations for World Finals. Correct. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're very, very happy to be part of that, actually, as a – kind of a luck thing actually i guess mike skaggs knows knows a couple of you guys from back in the day and uh mm -hmm. i think uh Solis reached out to him if i've said her name correct i, I hope that's I correct yeah she uh she reached out to him when when i think somebody dropped dropped sponsorship and uh we were we were very happy and proud to be part of that so so yeah we're very excited to be part of it man that's that's awesome <laughs> cool uh so um Celise was telling me you guys are uh starting to look uh or in the process of looking to become a bigger factor uh in the car audio stuff this year or yeah. coming up we uh we currently have uh three amplifiers that we're getting ready to release uh, mid-September, the, the new version of the 50HC, the new version of the 100HC, and the new SQ442. Um, Dirk also has designed what's going to be the new 500HC, and uh -huh. Dirk is also working on the new v version of the VLX400 for us. So uh, a lot of, lot of exciting things going to be in the next upcoming year for US Amps, that's for sure. Awesome. So, so what are those models like? Um, remember, I'm an idiot, so we, we always start <laughs> that I'm the idiot. Um, so, and the last time I tested an amplifier was 2007. So okay. why don't All you right. tell me what, what those amps are and what their purpose and whatnot for okay. the models. The, the 50HC is a, a thousand watt, um, two ohm stable class AB amplifier, um, putting all its power at two ohm mono or one ohm stereo. Uh, the 100 HC that, that would be used for you know a subwoofer. Um, uh -huh. Also another another subamp would be the the 100 HC. Um, that's also class AB. Uh, 0.03 total harmonic distortion at full power. That's a thousand by two at two ohm mono or uh, one ohm stereo. Uh -huh. um, and then the SQ442 is our our larger four channel class AB amplifier that does uh, 400 watts by four. Um, Jeffrey, why don't you hit him with some stuff real quick? I forgot to share this, so uh -oh, I am going to be sharing it right now. Sorry about that. Okay, uh, Michael. So uh, 50HC. Uh, HC stands for? High current. High current. Okay. So, yeah, with the uh, AB type amplifiers, right? Um, what Explain what the difference is between the AB and the, the Class D amplifiers. Uh, class D is digital. Class AB is known more for its its sound quality. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think 
I think a lot of people are confused when they hear, you know, class A, B, class A, class D. They yeah. think that it automatically equates to something. Um, but it's most, mostly about the, the topography. I'm sorry, for, uh, for lack of a better term, the way the components are laid out from one another. Mm -hmm. um, but normally in a class AB amplifier, you do better, have better total harmonic distortion. Um, and that's what US Amps has always been known for. And that's what we've stayed with. So, Okay, that, that's good. Now explain uh, about the uh, 500 HC that's coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, you know, you know, you know, if anybody knows Dirk Ecker from back in the day, oh, yeah. He likes the big amplifiers, and uh, he designed this amplifier uh, back in 07, um, mm -hmm. and uh, that was right, you know, just shortly after Daniel Kim purchased uh, US Amps, and it was kind of merged with RE Audio, and mm -hmm. uh, Daniel Kim wanted to go more in line with a smaller footprint of an amplifier, and of course, this is around a 46-inch long amplifier. <laughs> it, uh, it is a Class AB as well, but it's making, well, it was making right around 5,000 watts. Um, I've, I've wow. done some tweaks to it and uh it's going to be closer to the 6000 watt range um mm -hmm. but that's also at 12 volts so closer to 144 wow. you you know in the 75 to maybe even 8000 watt you know so we're we're at, we're pretty about it <laughs> at uh, what impedance are you, you thinking about uh when it you know hits 6000 watts um it, you know it's going to be 2 ohm mono you know, it, it's, okay. it's 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 pretty difficult with class ab to get them to oh, one yeah. watt Right. Because of the heat, you know, they, they definitely run a little warmer <laughs> than the class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, when, when you say uh, Dirk was into the big amplifiers, now, um, with respect to size, right, is that what you're talking about, big or big as in wattage? Because I've seen a lot of the uh, U.S. amps uh, back in the day, and, you know, when people talk about the, the surfboard amps, that's that's a, yeah. that's exactly what comes to mind is U.S. amps, right, and the big Absolutely, surfboards. Yeah. You know, the VLX 400, the 46-inch long monster, you know, and even the 200 HCs back in the day were 40 inches long, but... Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, class AB power is a little different than class D, you know, and because mm -hmm. of the harmonic distortion at the speaker, it acts differently. Um, you know, you can probably have a class D amp that's doing, you know, 10,000 watts, and it, it might act about the same as, as our class AB would at 6,000, you know, so <laughs> yeah. that's what US Amps has always been known for, and we're trying to, you know, follow suit with that now, you know. Okay, so Joel pops in here, has a question for you. Is the US Amps uh, class AB... Um, have a high power RMS, which you said that we're at 100 and 500 watts. Uh, the the 50 HC is a thousand watt. Oh, thousand watts. Okay. The one the 100 HC is 2,000 watt, and yep. yet again, these were all at 12 volt ratings. Right, and then uh, so he yeah. said, and normally Class AB is intended for sound quality, and that's Correct. typically true. Uh, Eric yep. Hansen wants to know why not nothing at 0.5 ohms. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're working on for our class D. The, the new VLX 400, the new VLX line, I'm working on a 200 and Dirk is working on a 400. They will both be class D and uh, we're, we're probably looking in a quarter ohm stable. So, yeah. Um, uh, so one of the things that the market has done uh, more recently have been able to get those class Ds into a really small footprint. And yes. um, so... Uh, one of the uh, emerging markets is uh, motorcycles. Uh, do you guys plan on making your stuff to fit saddlebags and stuff like that? Uh, we're, we're always going to stay in, you know, for competition purposes. We're going to have our large footprint, 
Um, okay. But as, mm. as far as, you know, trying to maybe even compete or, or stay in with <laughs> the other brands, um, I have designed some uh, basically for side-by-sides and whatnot, you know, yeah. and, and bagger, bagger cruisers. Um, uh-huh. we, we do have some four-channel and some six-channel models that we're working on, so. Okay. Um, SQ Sounds, that's Tristan. He's in Br- Bridgetown, Barbados. So we're oh. international here. Um, wow. we, ha- we have some people listening from Australia, New Zealand also, and Can- Canada. Oh, um, we usually get Germany and a little bit of England, France, and Greece that'll watch the show. Um, but anyway, so um, Tristan asks, uh, Michael, I see you have some really nice amps in the background. He wants to point <laughs> those out. Okay. Um, and then he says, Probably uh, some grails, some holy grails back there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then he says, uh, I can see US amps make some wonderful amplifiers back in the day for sure. He had some two channels and four channels. They are really, uh, they were really warm sounding. Speaking of the warm sounding, um, were you around when they were working on the tube amps for the car? Yes. Yes, I was. So that was a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a audiophile, um, type thing and Definitely. it's difficult to do audiophile work on a, inside of a vehicle. The yes. controlled environment is extremely difficult to control the acoustical environment within a vehicle, especially, um, where a tube amp is going to make a huge difference. Uh, we overcome yeah. that typically in car audio by just doing gobs of power. And then mm-hmm. it's just too damn loud that you can't hear the ambient noise or the <laughs> reflections off of the other surfaces, right? Sure, sure. So, yeah. And nowadays with DSPs, I mean, yeah, it's made a difference. And, you know, from where we started, or myself anyway, you know, 30 years ago, so... <laughs> All right, but, so um, so why don't you tell us about that? Where where did you start? How did you get into the car audio? Um, that's one of our common questions. We like to find out. Um, you know, was it your uncle? Was it your dad? Was it your neighbor? Um, uh, your best friend at school that got you into all this stuff? Yeah, you know, um, geez, just back where I came from, uh, Cape Coral, Florida, um, there wasn't a lot to do besides work on your cars. You know, and um, I think right around fifteen, I uh, I, I started just playing with speakers out of, you know, taking apart old uh, TVs and whatnot and trying to hook up speakers to, <laughs> to a little radio just to see how things worked, you know, and uh, I was always involved with stuff like that. And um, a shop was nice enough to, to let me sweep up the floors and, and <laughs> teach me how to install, you know, a regular radio and then teach me about ohms and, you know, just small 12 volt stuff. And um, that, that shop was into uh, what was called Texas base back in the day. You know, they had a 69, 69 Camaro with, I don't know, I think six Lanzar 18s on six 50, 50 Cs back then. And um, they ended up carrying the first um, the first line of US amps. And okay. we ended up pulling out those Lanzars and putting in, instead of six <laughs> amplifiers, we put in three uh, VLX 400s. And that car gained three decibels just out of switching out those amplifiers. And I mean, I was impressed just by the way they looked back then, you know, and yep. I, could, I couldn't afford them, you know, but <laughs> I installed a lot of them back in the day. And, you know, if somebody would have told me 15 or 20 years ago that I'd be the CEO of the company today. I'd, I'd think you were crazy, you know, but um, somebody reached out to me a year ago and asked me if I want to be part of, of the resurgence of trying to bring this brand back. And I was I was extremely excited and 
and thankful to be here. So I'm thankful to be on this podcast with you guys today. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, we we appreciate you stepping in here. Um, so uh, I noticed your CEO clothing you got on the saggy collar and all. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, no, hey, that's totally cool. We, we kind of like that kind of person around here. That's definitely <laughs> our speed. I'm holding the phone up. It's sitting on an amp that I was testing about four minutes before I jumped on this podcast. So. <laughs> um, Joel popped in here again. He says uh, class AB amplifiers um, are best in high frequency and mid high uh, speakers, uh, smooth, clean and clear. Mm. Um, he's our local um, uh, Pankadow. He does Pankadow, which is the stunt walls. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he does the stunt wall thing and, uh, yeah, so he, he's so our, he should be interested in the uh, class AB amps then for, he for should his be. setup. Yeah. You would think you would think that's, that's a whole, a whole nother, you know, facet of car <laughs> audio that I haven't gotten into, but I'm definitely fascinated by it. Yep. <laughs> uh, Susie from Canada says, uh, it's the comfortable look. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, don't don't apologize right. at all. We, <laughs> Hey, you know, um, most of the people that will tune into this um, uh, podcast, you know, they all work on their vehicles. They all have regular jobs. Uh, so, okay. you know, most of us aren't suit and tie kind of guys. Jeffrey's okay. about the closest we get to suit and tie around here. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's good to know that the uh, audience can see um, that. You know, you have a CEO that's really hands-on. You know, they're not just a suit and tie. You know, they're no, they're uh, no. testing amplifiers. They're you know stuff like that. So actually integrated well, into the company and part of the you know yes. the testing process. That way you understand what's right. you know wh when there's a potential issue, um, you see it firsthand. Right? You're not well, getting I it mean, from somebody actually, else. I was I was brought in originally to run the the business aspect of the company, uh -huh. and uh, the, the original engineer, uh, I, I ended up sniffing him out. He wasn't an engineer; he was literally trying to take advantage of us. Ooh. So uh, I quit. I quit. I quickly uh, removed him from the company. And uh, at that point, it was either we hire somebody, or I had to step up my game and learn what we were doing. And that's what I did. So okay. everything that we everything that we're releasing, aside from what Dirk has his hands on, has been designed by me. Wow, you got an engineering background then? Uh, I, well, <laughs> I was a thermonuclear engineer in the Navy, but that wasn't long lived. Uh, I've okay. been in construction and car audio most of my life. I've I've owned two or three car, you know, custom car shops in my life. So, you were in construction. What did you do in construction? Uh, I'm actually still in construction. I okay. work for a large uh, commercial construction company. Uh, I'm a project superintendent. Oh, Just me too. Over Oh, really? So, yeah, that's, so, that's, so that's another job. Wow, that's funny. I'm a project superintendent. Um, I oversee projects at uh, at uh, VA hospitals. Uh, our company specifically does VA uh, hospitals. Um, you okay. know, my, my projects are only in like the 30 to, you know, uh, 25 to 35 million dollar, you know, price range. Oh, okay. So not huge, okay. right? They're, right, right. They're, they're decent size, but not huge. So. so you're familiar with ACA and whatnot? Who? Aka, do you have Aka inspections where you are for hospital? Uh, we have um, Oshpod. Oh, okay, okay. But gotcha. uh, because I do, we specialize in VA, uh, we don't mm -hmm. even have Oshpod because the oh, VA wow. is its own world, and so they have their sure. own yeah. 
their, they got their own their ends, Oshpod, right? <laughs> yeah, they're Oshpod based, mm-hmm. but they aren't Oshpod. So I don't have to hire an they're Oshpod. Yes. So yeah. so the thing big deal is is they don't literally have a guy watching you put every screw and every bolt into the ground, right? right. Um yeah. but the uh but they do come by and they will test and do all the other stuff and still meet DSA sure. and um and Oshpod requirements. So I understand. Yeah, that's funny. Small world. Yeah. So uh <laughs> Eric Hansen wants to know, I don't know if you're familiar with uh base race or not with the D B drag. Eric Hansen wants to know who's the top three base racers. And he says, overall in the whole damn world. <laughs> uh, Daniel New popping in. Daniel New, he's uh, he's another kind of engineering kind of guy. Uh, there's companies that send him batteries to test and do some oh. other stuff. Um, anyway, uh, team, uh, team FX Jimbo, he's, his number one says Daniel. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I do think um because this is opinion based that um he's definitely I would say he's a top three for sure. Mm-hmm. I would say him. I would say uh Dave. Um uh yeah. what's Dave's last name? M Dave uh, the uh Tennessee. Tennessee yeah, Tennessee base, right? Tennessee yeah. base yeah. racers Dave. Um definitely a top three. Um, uh, Doug Stockton, he, he's one of the top, <laughs> the boss. Yeah. The boss. You know, it's so hard to kind of, you know, get those names together. Cause yep. just the, 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 just base race in general, it's so volatile, you know, that you could be, yes. you know, number 10 in the world one week and then be number one in the world, uh, the next week. So, yep. so, uh, here's <laughs> Susie's opinion, uh, Julius, Mac oh. Johnson, then Moses, then Eric, and then uh, <laughs> Ferris Ali, Alan Ray, and then Team LG Beans is hers. Um, oh, that's coming from the leaderboard. So if you're looking at the leaderboard, Susie, that's points. Right. That's all that is. All right, let's see what uh, Joel has. Whew. You guys won't be able to read that on the screen because it is long. He is says, it? Joel says, I had two different oh, okay. uh, – com- uh, competition cars for my Dodge van. I use class D amplifiers for highs for my Corolla. I use class AB amplifiers for highs comparing class AB and class D has really has a really big difference by the way. So he's uh, English second language. So his stuff's a little jumbled. Um, there's a big difference in terms of sound quality and high frequency. Just want to share this info. All my experience in class AB and class D amplifiers. He's not wrong. Um, we got Jose Ramos popping in. Says, "What's up, Vatos?" Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Tristan, once again, out Bridgetown Barbados, asking, uh, "Will you guys be getting the DSPs in the future, or are your amps with built-in DSPs by any chance?" Uh, they won't have built-in DSPs, but I'm currently working on an OEM, integra- OEM integration with a built-in DSP. So, you know, the newer vehicles can keep their head units and, and their, you know, their cell phone capabilities, but be able to still use our amplifiers. And we're actually coming out with subwoofers and uh, some mids and highs as well, okay. which is new for U.S. brands. <laughs> so, so are they going to be under the RE brand or are they going to be U.S. amps? Or Oh, no, no. 
uh, when I when we made the deal with Daniel Kim, um, he was wanting to keep the RE audio line to maybe do something in the future for home home audio. Yep. And uh, we were interested basically in the US amps, you know, US amps line. So yeah, uh, Greg, totally separate. Greg Corollis no longer works for you, right? Or Coriolis or? Uh, no, Greg is Greg is. Uh, I don't believe I. I kind of heard that he went away. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I I used to talk to him every <laughs> once in a while when he was with US Amps. Um, mm -hmm. At that time, I was manufacturing car audio um, as oh. Sonic FX. Um, so we I had my own manufacturing company and I was building oh, subwoofers. Wow. Uh, mids and highs, and then amplifiers. So wow, okay, no um, stranger to the game, huh? Uh, like I said, <laughs> I'm just guessing here what I'm talking about here. So, um, oh, uh, Tristan says, hey, that's probably a great idea. And so Tristan owns mm. a car uh, stereo uh, location in in Barbados. So oh, that, wow. he's a he's a shop that installs. Um, like I gotcha. said, we have a couple of shops that here. We got um, private installers that watch the show, this and that. That's why those questions about like the DSP integration, stuff like that, sure. especially if you're a shop integrations. I mean, the stereos that are coming out in these um, in these uh, factory cars now are just they're actually pretty damn good. Right. So uh, <laughs> integration's not a horrible idea. And as we go to these EV uh, vehicles where you can just pull up Pandora right there on your screen, um, mm -hmm. it's going to be harder and harder for a head unit company to manufacture something that's going to be more um, user friendly, I would say. Yes. Than yes, what's absolutely. built into the car at the day. Because, you know, back. 10 years ago, people were putting iPads and there was Carputer. I don't remember if you remember Carputer, right? That was, sure, yeah. that was a big deal back in like 2006, 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And, and now every car's basically got a Carputer in it. <laughs> really? Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah. So you came up through the, through the ranks, uh, sweeping floors, learn how to install. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm gonna tell a little story real quick. Uh, a friend of mine, Chris, um, Chris Howard, uh, one of the guys. He was my teammate when I first started competing back in 2000. He worked for a company, and he, when he started doing install and he started getting better and stuff, he sent me a picture of a boat, and said, "Check out this install." And I'm like, "I don't see anything." He's all, "Exactly, <laughs> exactly." He goes, "That's how awesome that is." Um, Anyway, uh, so do you have an install that you uh, look back on and go, now that was an install? <laughs> you know, I mean, like I said, you know, the shops that I worked for back then, uh, it was all about Texas-based, so we weren't hiding anything. We were, hmm. we, I mean, we were literally taking seats out to put more woofers in. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, you fast forward, geez, what was it, probably 15, almost 20 years later, and you know, I, I owned a shop that we built cars for, you know, movie stars and, and mm -hmm. movies and uh, fighters and boxers. And uh, that kind of took off and went a whole different route to where we were customizing everything. And it wasn't just about audio, you know, so mm -hmm. I've pretty much done just about everything to do with vehicles. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I literally I just can't get over that. I'm part not only part of this company, but but doing what I'm doing now. You know, like I said, if somebody would ask me that even two years ago, I would have thought you were crazy, you know? So 
when Solis called and, and Mike Mike Skaggs called the other day to say that we were going to be able to be part of part of this DB drags, I mean that's that's like a dream to me, you know. I we never even built anything back in the day that I would thought would compete in something like this, but you know now we're we're building equipment that I really honestly think next year we'll be able to bring something and actually compete with. So I'm excited to do that. Oh, that's so. Um, do you guys? Uh, so what is your strategy uh moving forward um to be integrate in back into the car audio stuff i mean if you don't want to share it with us that's fine but do you have like a a, a roadmap for you to yeah. you know kind of like a, a two-year a five-year plan to uh integrate back into this stuff I, I, w I wish I could say I was thinking that far ahead, but <laughs> this uh, this company's thrown us for so many so many curveballs here in the last year. Um, every plan I, I've seen to made uh, the big man upstairs has has showed me otherwise. So um, we do we do plan to to be in the lanes next year. And uh, Mike Mike is actually driving down after the we have a hurricane coming, unfortunately, or he would probably yeah. already be here. Um, <clears throat> Mike's driving down to. To spend the next couple of weeks down here and we're going to work on building uh one of the first us amps vehicles to to show everybody probably around slam fest which down here in florida is uh a second week of october so it's going to okay, be a little just too after weeks world finals drag. yeah yeah we'll have a booth out there and i'll probably okay. have uh, uh maybe a havoc unit or maybe a an an amm one set up so i can show people you know our line and and our our couple of amps and maybe even some woofers but we won't have anything as far as vehicle wise to to run until next year okay so uh back to the uh base race uh um it's genevieve or uh team fx jimbo, jimbo. has five top rate uh base race top dog world champion rings who has more this is from daniel new <laughs> Uh, to me, the person with the most amount of championship wins, theoretically, is the one that is on top of the list. He ain't. He might not be wrong. So when yeah. you are building, um, uh, what is your intention to build for? Are you building for a class? You're building for demo? You're building to be windy? Um, what do you <laughs> think is going to be your direction that you are going to build a vehicle? Honestly, that's where I'm going to sit back and, and follow Mike's lead. Mike's been involved with, you know, the DB drags, I think, for decades now. And uh, I don't know, is there even sound quality competitions anymore like there used to be back in the day? I ask it does. Yeah, um, okay. <clears throat> and, and I'm not going to – I'm this. my intention isn't to talk bad about Iaska, but yes, sir. they have um, – uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, they have one person, and they say this. They teach everybody on his vehicle and say uh -oh. this is a perfect sounding vehicle. And then the guys at World Finals. Oh. So how, how how do you beat that? How do you beat what they say <laughs> is the perfect vehicle? Right. Right. right? right. Okay. I got um, you. E even if his if his vehicle's out of tune or whatever, right? He pulls in the yeah. lane. His name is he's the perfect vehicle, and they test. <laughs> right. So I understand. that that makes it a little more difficult um, right. for that uh, sound quality. So in DB drag, what we have is um, we have uh, cyclone, which is 20 hertz as loud as you can go with the oh. door open. Okay. So that's that's fun. It's a, a 60 mm -hmm. second average of music on 20 hertz. On music. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then we have. Um, 
you know, uh, Pankadow, which I think might start be starting to gain steam. That's a stunt wall, which are you familiar with stunt walls? Being in Florida, yeah. I'm sure you're pretty familiar with those annoying <laughs> yes, things. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so they wow. have that. So that Pankadow is essentially um, that. <laughs> Eric Han Hansen asked, why not 16 hertz? What? <laughs> he, he told me his vehicle plays 16 hertz. So um, that's why he's saying uh, Really? Yeah, uh, somebody. Oh, Jose Ramos. Um, his vehicle actually peaks at 18 hertz. Wow. Peaks. At yeah, 18. peaks wow. at 18. So um, he's like, "Well, do I have to play 20?" I'm like, "No, you can play 18." Oh, there he is. People already complain that 20 hertz is too low, according to Jose <laughs> Ramos. I mean, um, what is that? It's sixth order, though. That's not just a regular sealed or a regular ported enclosure right um uh, you know what he has a no wall so it's a ported enclosure that one there i think peaks at like 20 or 21 um but right. his wall here he goes he'll, he'll pop in right now oh oh no this is joel saying pink it out can be considered sound quality loud or sql <laughs> because we are using an rta meter for judging um okay which it is um, my no, my no wall is a transmission line. That's what he says. Oh, okay. All right. And then Jose, so what is your wall? Is that a sixth order or what? Oh. Um, Fourth order. Okay, here's a question also from Tristan again. Jose says the wall is a oh tapered horn. So it's a sixth order tapered oh, okay. horn. Yeah. Which okay. is those are yep. so fun to build. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got yeah. a, I got literally a binder full of <laughs> tapered horn designs that I have built over the years. Yeah. Um, those aren't for the faint of heart for anybody that's thinking about doing it. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, he says just his is a, his says is a tapped, not tapered. I don't know what a no. tapped horn is. I, I'm not familiar with that. He says essentially a six order. But yeah. um, yep. I, I don't know what a tapped horn is. I know what a tapered horn is because yeah. so you can tune the box. So what I built is a sixth order with a horn flare on it. So right. you can tune the you you tune the box. So out of your sixth order box, you are getting whatever frequency you need and then you amplify it with the horn. And I right. was fairly successful with those. And that should sound the same no matter where you put it, correct? It, essentially, no matter where you put it. Right, um, right. And, and the bandwidth I got on that thing was freaking insane. Like, I was playing, like, um, 24 hertz. Because it's hard to get super low with a true horn because right. it's based on length. Um, right. But I was using quarter wave theory, so I was tuning it. Um, and like I said, I was 24-ish hertz. Um, and up to like 60 and I was within three or four DB from yeah. in that whole range. So and where else can you do that? You can't do that with anything else. No, you can't. Um, <laughs> uh, that was, um, as a matter of fact, uh, a friend of mine, uh, who's been on this show before John Nolte, uh, he actually called it a servo tuned horn. Whoa. So as, yeah. So as your drivers moved, um, it changed the compression in the box. Uh, so this is this is a little higher level theory, right? Um, so it actually changed the compression in the box, which actually created a different airspace in the box because uh, you would have eddy currents and stuff. And by changing those pressures at the different frequencies, it would actually come out the port at a different um, 
at a different uh, frequency, and frequency. the and the horn you were able to amplify it still over a broader range. Sure. Um, so essentially, you had a horn, and he would change the frequency at the base of the horn. Is a, is right. a short version. There's a lot more to it. Uh, yeah, there's an algorithm involved with yeah. that. Yeah, but mm -hmm. it's it's an a really cool design. I was able to do a lot with it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so uh, once again, Tristan asked Michael, "What's your favorite track for testing SQ systems uh, and listening to for a reference?" <laughs> you got the wrong person for that, man. I apologize. I don't want to sound <laughs> like a newbie here, but it's it's literally been years since I've been involved with this, and and like I said. Uh, for the last year, I've been <laughs> nose to the grindstone building amplifiers, so I'm I'm capacitor and toroided out over here. I I really I haven't tested anything like that. I've been using sine waves to test things. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's your answer, Tristan. He tests with a sine wave. Yes, sir. Yeah, Unfor unfortunately, sorry, I, I don't have a more exciting answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Casey Custer, he's uh he's one of my bowling buddies. Um, he actually comes uh as not I you know I pay the people to help me run shows. And um, uh, he uh, he says, I, I haven't been around long enough to understand all these w big words. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? Uh, no, he truly oh. he's, he, he's he doesn't understand the car audio. He really likes it and whatnot. But. Um, all he's done is put clamps in cars and helps me out at the shows, you know. Gotcha. <laughs> um, Jose says uh, tapered usually means a reduction in area. Uh, mine expands along the line. So that's Spare. I called mine a tapered and it expanded. So um, it's the rate a of expansion is actually how you tune the horn. So mm. it's not based on it, it is based on area, but it's how often it doubles and that gives you your tuning of your horn. Right. So in that space. Within yep. that space. Yep. So yep. Um, for people that that, like I said, um, that's a <laughs> that like I said that's a little higher level than we usually uh, so eventually I, um, I don't know if are you familiar with um, uh, who's my buddies in uh, Eastern audio Jeffrey uh, Munson's Munson's yes have you are you familiar with the uh, Munson's uh, Nathan, oh, and, Nathan uh, and Chris, Chris? Or... that mm -mm. that's no, super high-level talk and okay. <laughs> uh, it's a little technical and then when we get Don Hebe gone here another little high level talk uh we don't okay. have them on very often because uh we lose a lot of interest in people yeah yeah, no. yeah, we, yeah I, I understand i understand yeah. so um uh eric asked uh, do we get more points playing 16 hertz everyone plays 20. what's the answer jeffrey no um i think like the standard right now is 20 hertz i mean it well, yeah. we know uh, we have some friends that do 15 hertz with mr 15 hertz uh yep. kyle uh forgot his last name but uh, can yeah yeah yep. so kyle, uh, chris, I mean, kyle, kyle chris yes yes yep. uh, -huh. uh it's nice cars can play lower uh than than 20 but uh, as far as getting it now it, it's not to say that uh we could change that in the future right here eric uh, says rules need to change <laughs> yeah let's uh i mean let's uh if we get a lot of guys just playing 20 and under and you know we might that that might be some kind of uh you know a reason for change but for yeah. now let's just let's stick with 20. <laughs> maybe we'll go down to uh 15 hertz yeah. i mean once we're done with world finals that's when we are going to yeah. have a rules show and mm -hmm. we'll entertain stuff and pass it along 
Uh, Casey Custer pops in again. I'm always for hire as long as the fish aren't biting and I don't have a bowling tournament. Uh, there we go. Uh, Learning on the fly. Yeah. Uh, Jose said, uh, talking about these horns again, more expansion means you need a longer line length mm. for the same tuning. That's why ported has a way shorter line length for 20 hertz than a transmission line and horns. He is not wrong. So once again, it's um, it's based on length and how often you double the square inches of the um, of the port itself of the horn. So right. it's it, it, that's how you figure that out. Um, maybe I'll have somebody on here one day and we'll go on horn. We'll talk about horns and Jeffrey <laughs> will sit back and eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Julio, that's our California guy, says it's way more fun to play lower. Yeah. Uh, make one class for 15 hertz, see the turnout. Huh? <laughs> um, uh, no, so what it would be, uh, Jose, most likely, is um, we would take, uh, we would just lower the maximum bonus SPL down to 15 hertz. So the way that uh, particular class works is uh, for every hertz you have below 80, you get one bonus DB. So at 20 hertz, you get an additional 60 DB added to your score. So um, if we add another down to 15, then the possibility is an additional 65 DB. So um, yeah, wow. as Tristan says, testing is life. Um, when you're yeah. a competitor, that ain't that wrong. Um, so who, who are some of the biggest influences on you, Michael? Oh, man. You know, if I didn't say Dirk, I'd be lying. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still trying to work with Daniel Kim to get him over here, you know, and, uh, and anybody that could can can take a bet on whatever pieces you have lying around and turn that into an amplifier impresses me. You know, I mean, how long has it been? You know, 30 years What was that 86, I think, when he built his first amplifier. And a lot of the stuff he built shortly after that is is still relevant today. I mean. I'm, I'm refurbishing these things and, and uh, rebuilding them for people and giving them warranties just because I want to see them working again. And mm -hmm. a lot of the people have stored these things and kept them over the years because of what they did back in the day. And they, they wanted to build a system. They're all my age, you know, 47, 48 years old, and they want to build another system. And they've kept their U.S. stamps in the back of a closet somewhere. And now they're sending them to me. I'm refurbing them and sending them back oh. just so they can use them, you know. So, And they can still keep up with things that are around today. I mean, they might not be 10,000 watts, but, <laughs> you know, 2,000 or 3,000 or even 5,000 clean watts. I mean, I'll take it any day, you know. Yep. Uh, there is a difference in clean watt and dirty watt. Uh, yes, I'm sir. just saying. Yep. Yeah, um, your subwoofers <laughs> will tell you. Yeah, uh, that's it. I was gonna say the way the yeah. speaker moves. Yep. yep. Uh, Jose says I think we will still see the same people on top if we lower the frequency cap. Uh, sure. That is true, but I think, um, and the reason being is no matter what the rules are, the people at the top are doing what it takes to be at the top, and if the rules Regardless. are got modified, they're gonna modify whatever they got to to stay on top. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that wholehearted in my in my soul with that. Mm -hmm. um, so, which location are you are you going to uh, be at World Finals, or are you just going to have uh, some of your people? Or... No, no, I'm going to drive up there and and uh, which have one? Set up with... Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Kentucky. Okay. Oh, Owensboro. Nice. Is yep. that correct? I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Owensboro, oh, yeah. Kentucky. Yep. yep. 
Yes. Yeah, we're going to get a booth set up there. Uh, Mike Skaggs and I will be there, and uh, I should have a, a good bundle of equipment. So <laughs> yeah. we'll have some things to show people at least. There's a name I haven't seen around here in a minute. Spencer Stanilin yeah. pops in, says, and Daniel New all popping in. Uh, just give us the new rules so the widow can come back hurting feelings. <laughs> um, so he was um, uh, Jose Ramos uh, for two years was by far the loudest cyclone score um, in the world for two years running. Oh. And then this year he didn't run at all. Um, and last year he didn't go to world finals because uh, we had the 25th anniversary and it was a major burden on him to uh, haul it from California, Oakland. Right. He actually has a shop in Oakland all the way up to Owensboro. Sure. Um, yep. Uh, Eric says he's going to be in Owensboro. He should be in California out here in Antioch with the rest of us <laughs> is what he needs to be. Um, I'll be at the uh, Antioch location. Um, oh, yeah. So he says uh, he had the no wall lead by 10 points. Is this uh, this is uh, junior, right? Jose Ramos. Uh, no, this is senior, I believe. Oh, okay. I think okay. senior watches the show. I don't think junior has the opportunity. Ah, okay. But is this junior or senior, Jose? <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking it was senior the whole time. And I, I believe it actually, is. Actually, okay. So, oh, no. It isn't senior. It is junior. No. Oh, okay. That's what it's, they, that's they don't change their names because this is junior. Junior and senior. And I was, yeah. This okay. is the first year that it's going to be uh, simulcast like like worldwide, right? At no. At the same time? So, we finals? did it in 2007 oh, no? was the first time oh, we did okay. it. I so, apologize. Yeah. Nope. So we're going to be doing it again. Uh, last year was the first year since 2007 that we had a single location. Nice. Um, nice. But it was our 25th anniversary. Um, that's right. Junior is the resident box box building nerd. Ah, uh, okay. He, he is. Because I, I don't think I've seen uh, Senior speak uh, at, when I <laughs> go to your events. And, you know, he's always the quiet type. And I'm like, is this Senior or Junior that's <laughs> um, commenting? Yeah, so I, I know Senior Pops on here. He's one that uh, right. texts yeah. me all the time on Facebook and stuff, but he, they don't have different names. They're both Jose <laughs> Ramos. <laughs> it confuses me. Um, but, yeah, they're very they're very good at what they do. Um, they have a little mm -hmm. shop in Oakland. Um, oh, so uh, MSRP, uh, <laughs> your amp's coming out. Where are we looking at it since I do have some shops? Well, I do have some shops watching, right? Yeah. So what's yes, the uh, yeah. target MSRP on those? You, you know, I'm, I'm literally a day or two away from getting those numbers crunched. Okay. Um, with with a lot of the stuff we're bringing in, there are tar tariffs involved and stuff. So I oh, want to yeah. make sure the numbers that we give are exact, and okay. uh, I don't want to surprise anybody. But you know, we're 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 not competing with you know down for sound or anything like that. It's it's going to be a higher end amplifier. Unfortunately, you know, I nope. I hate don't be I hate unfortunately. I, I hate saying it because you know when when I got involved, I wanted to be able to to build an amplifier that we could you know my 15 year old version of myself could afford, but <laughs> I couldn't do it because I wanted it to be clean, you know, and yep. and it costs money to do that. It really does. Yep. And um, like I said, so we'll, I was manufacturing stuff, and and you telling those uh, people overseas, you redesign the board because they send you a basic board, and then you redesign it to fit your needs and. The components you want and whatnot. Um, when you, even if you take out, you start looking at their resistors and they're using ten percent resistors, and you're like, <laughs> no, 
I'm getting 3%. And, oh, man, they act like you're trying to take their firstborn child from them when you want to change out something like that. So, Well, I, I one-upped them. I actually built something here and sent it to them with, with a, a bomb file and an ORCAD file and had them build something to me and send it back to see if they could build what I built because they, they had no idea of this, that, you know, uh, okay. basically a layout like the way Dirk would build something. It was very foreign to them, you know? Yeah. Um, and Daniel New post on here, just what I was saying, same thing. Uh, never uh, be, uh, never say sorry for, hey, or sorry. no, never be sorry Stop. for being or producing something that is better than someone else. Um, you know, and Thank when you, you don't, appreciate that. there's Thank zero you. reason to be sorry for, your product, um, it'll, it, the market will bear the truth, right? Uh, True. If you yep. are, if your prices are too high, the market will let you know. If Absolutely. If your prices are too low, the market will let you know. <laughs> that's um, right. <laughs> the, that's the that's the law of economy. So, Absolutely. Um, but yes, there it'd be great. And um, once you guys do get off the ground, that may still be something you can do in the future. You know, create yeah. a um, an econo line, for mm -hmm. lack of a better term. You know. Yes. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people are having reservations that we're having uh, a lot of our stuff built overseas. But um, you know, I've made the offer to anybody. We are U.S. amps. If you want an amplifier built here in Florida, I can do it. You can come to my house and we'll design it, and I'll build it right here for you. Yeah. But you're going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, yes. <laughs> U.S. labor is not cheap. No. Uh, parts <laughs> are not cheap. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, so those are all things that uh, get built into the cost of when you build something in the United States. Um, for instance, when I had my manufacturer, this all the way back in 2000, hmm. the motors I was building, I literally had a steel manufacturer um, I don't know, two blocks from my, cause I built out of my house. Okay. Right. Um, sure. I had two blocks away. I had a steel manufacturer right there, smelting everything right there. <laughs> it cost me more for one motor from him. So a box is eight motors is what I was getting. I was getting a box. of It was a box of eight came in the box. Right. I got eight motors from China shipped to my door cheaper than it cost me for one door or one motor <laughs> from two blocks away <laughs> and higher quality steel because mm -hmm. in the United States, we got a little thing called the EPA and mm -hmm. they don't let you smelt off all the impurities like mm -hmm. they do in China. No, because you got to worry about it going in the air and the water. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> in China, apparently it doesn't do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that that's, uh, I feel you on that, you know, yes. it is difficult. Um, some of the parts are still made in the United States. We're still getting coils made in the United States for subwoofers. Yeah. We're still getting, um, I heard uh, some spider packs are coming out of the United States again. Um, yeah. But uh, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because cones are so much cheaper overseas and they're decent quality. The spiders usually aren't very good quality overseas, and the um, and the coils usually aren't very good quality overseas, unless that's changed recently. No, uh, no, you're still correct. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so, uh, Jeffrey, we yes. are actually already to our hour. Wow. 
we're just about there. So um, you want to hit him with the question, even though we didn't prep him for the question. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, but uh, real quickly, though. I, um, so oh, as far as the amplifiers, um, did did we talk about the voltages at uh, different? Uh, we talked about oh, twelve just volts. 12 volt only. Right. That, yeah, that's. I mean, we rated them at twelve volts. You know, oh, just to, just just so. I mean, most people are going to be running at fourteen plus. You know, but yeah, right. you're just gonna. You're, we're going to make more power at that. That's all. Oh, so are Is they that, are they regulated yeah. or? Um... Uh, I mean, they are. It's it's going to clip off at you know sixteen and change. Mm-hmm. You know, and it'll probably run down all the way into the nines. So I guess if that's really regulated, <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Because uh, you know, back in the day, uh, competition-wise, uh, we would we would run sixteen volts. You know, we just didn't care. We yes. we'd uh, put as much voltage as we can to these amplifiers, and you know, some of it took it, some of it didn't. But uh, nowadays, you know, it it seems like with the with people running lithium now, it's it's they they don't run anything over sixteen one maybe. Uh, maybe they like to get a real common 15, eight. Yeah. To get a good yep. charge, 15, eight. So, I mean, if, 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 you know, us amps is coming back out, uh, you know, I uh, just kind of wanted to see at what point uh, where your voltage cutoff is. If it's, if it's still, you know, like back in the day, uh, 16 volts, that's fine. That, uh, but nowadays uh, I want to say they're about like 15 to, you know, around that, that, that's uh, that area. Yeah, the, these amps will make more power the more you the more voltage you give to them, but it, it will shut off right around right around sixteen five. Right around sixteen know. five. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, that yeah. fits okay. great with lithium, then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the question that uh, we ask all of our guests is uh, basically we want to know what is your definition of a base head. Hmm. My definition of a base head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just the same as, as almost any hobby, you know, no matter, no matter what's going on, you're going to spend that last buck on that, that piece for your ride. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. the, the woofer, the wire, the the upgraded RCA, the lithium battery, the, the, whatever the balancer for your lithium pack or whatever yeah. it is, just, just to make sure that, make sure that you're playing for that weekend or that next contest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. There you go. There is there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, yeah. It's just right. It, it, <laughs> and that one was slightly different than quite a few of them. So yeah, yeah, I definitely. Had a... Like you want to be that next level guy. That's that's not right. just throwing the system in. You know, exactly. Right. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I might I might have just made my mortgage payment, but I'm gonna make sure I got that money put away to get that next amplifier to make my exactly. my system ladder. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't be the only one that's watching this that did that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, you can see the collection in the back there so you know i definitely got a problem (laughs) i don't know can we can you bring the camera over and can we check them out or i'm sure yeah for for some of the viewers and 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 it's not it's not just us amps either i I also have some uh some old school phoenix gold too okay look at that collection Uh, this is this is this is this is a -a one-of-a-kind phoenix gold that hasn't been released and then this is that new 500 HC that that we're gonna release. <laughs> okay. But yeah, there's some Phoenix Gold up there too, and then some old VLX 400s up there. Uh huh. VLX 400s. <laughs> Got a little bit of everything if you run around <laughs> around 24 of them. This is just this is just a little amp lab here. So <laughs> there's the new one sitting there on the on the test bench. 
Oh yeah, that is a lab. Yep. <laughs> Very nice. So for uh, for our listeners, because this podcast is is also going to be on uh, um, kind of listen only podcast. Um, yes. Wow. If you guys are listening in, take a look at YouTube. Look for this week in car audio because. You know, the shot of these amplifiers, we can't justify a description <laughs> yeah. you know, for you guys to listen to, right? Well, we could say it is nice well, and shiny, yeah, but well uh, organized. you really got <laughs> to really look at them to appreciate it. So do you guys listening in on Listen Only Podcasts, do yourself a favor, check it out on uh, This Week in Car Audio on YouTube, and uh, you'll thank me later. Yes. <laughs> I, I thank you guys for inviting me, man. It's been, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Hope to uh, talk you to too. you again um so uh michael where do people get find out about your equipment your stuff uh follow you follow your path or your company <laughs> what how do people see more about you we got a us amps official fan page on facebook and then we have we just started a youtube channel which will be us amps as well um and then anything that's coming out new um, you can go to, uh, you know, obviously usamps.com. So, okay. But we um, pretty much have every social media platform we're working on right now, and we're working with a marketing firm to to make sure that we're dropping content every day. So, oh, oh, very cool. Maybe we should try that. Nah. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, so we do have dealers in here. So how would they go about um, contacting you guys for pricing or whatever? Is that just through the website? If you go on usamps.com, um, you can. There's a dealer page on there, and the appropriate person for your area will contact you back. Okay. And if not, you can always message me, and I'll make sure somebody does. <laughs> All right, and they would message you on Facebook through the yep. fans yep. page. Mike, absolutely, or just Michael James on Facebook. Man, I'm not hiding. We're we're completely, totally about transparency and and yeah. and customer service here, man. Okay, Jeffrey, what do you got going on, sir? Uh, so again, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, as you can see over my shoulder here, mm -hmm. uh, Saturday, September 9th, at Crossfire Car Audio Headquarters in Grapevine, Texas. We're going to have another uh, DB Drag Racing event. Uh, it's going to be one of... money. <laughs> <laughs> Always, yes. Uh, he loves giving away his money. Um, so uh, yeah, it's going to be one of the uh, I think yeah the last the last show out here in uh, Grapevine, Texas. Now, I thought about maybe adding just kind of like a points-only show maybe on that Sunday. On we'll see. Yeah, on the 10th. We'll see uh, if we can get some interest in that. But, uh, yeah, for now, uh, on the books, dbdragracing.com. Uh, Check it out on the calendar Saturday, September 9th, Grapevine, Texas. Awesome. All right. Awesome. And uh, for me, obviously, this uh, Saturday we'll be in Reno, 6 p.m. at uh, Palomino Tires. Palomino. Uh, Remember, if you guys uh, like barbecue, uh, we have the rib cook-off. It's literally like three blocks away from where we're going to be. Um, uh -oh. So if you guys uh, want to get fat before you come on over to the show, absolutely <laughs> go over and do it. That's in Sparks, Nevada. We'll be up there, like I said. Um, uh, Rusty uh, with DC Audio is going to be giving us uh, some uh, product to raffle off at the show also. That money will add to the West Coast finale. So if you need your points, I got that listed on the uh, Sonic FX page on Facebook. Uh, people that needed one more show uh, or the, and the people that have qualified. So if you want to be eligible for um, right now, it looks like we're going to give out about 4000 to $4,500 in cash on that day. Wow. Um, 
then you know make sure you get to the show uh, in Reno so that you got all your points. Um, Joel says he already added you on Facebook, Michael. All right. <laughs> um, and then uh, the other thing, um, please help and share us with uh, on Facebook. Let's try and get to that 500 number for subscribers. Uh, once we hit that 500, once again, I'm going to give away a membership to DB Drag. Once we hit to the 1,000 number uh, subscribers, I'm going to give an entry into World Finals. So please help us uh, achieve that over there on uh, YouTube. That's this week in Car Audio on YouTube. So please go over there and join. Uh, you know, create create yourself a what's it called account, uh, a fake Gmail, and subscribe <laughs> well. with that. Let's get the 500. What were you saying, Michael? I was gonna say, Doug, uh, what, if you want to offer it uh, from here at US Amps, when you hit that thousand mark, you can uh, have somebody that little your little dog there pick a name out of the hat, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll custom we'll custom design a legacy model USA 200 for anybody that wins. Wow. Oh. There you go. Yeah. When we hit a thousand, US Amps is uh, offering up a custom amp. So let's help hit at that, um, and uh, we'll see what we can do with that. That'll be awesome. Yeah. We that, that's great. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, so if anybody, I'll, listens, help, I'll help share as well. <laughs> if anybody listening to the show or uh, has any shops or whatever want interested in sponsoring the podcast, get a hold of Jeffrey or myself. Um, you know, this helps uh, pay for the miscellaneous stuff that we got to do uh, all year. We got to pay for Zoom. We got to pay for the program to run all this stuff and whatnot. Um, it's all subscription based, so we got to pay every year. Uh, so if you guys want to help support the show, uh, please support us. Um, another way you can support us is by supporting those who sponsor the show. We got Crossfire Car Audio, Voodoo Customs, and Ebox design and install so if you have an opportunity please support those who support the things that you love once again we'll be back here again next month oh jeffrey yes. are we good with tuesday next week uh it's a holiday oh Monday. yeah that's right it's uh labor day right labor day September yes, 4th sir. is a monday so i may have a bowling tournament <laughs> if we uh, if we move it to tuesday otherwise i can't bowl the tournament uh yeah i should be i'm, I'm good with tuesday Okay, so you'll see us next Tuesday. <laughs> that is September 2nd, 3rd, 4th. 5th. Right? 5th? Is it the 5th? Yes, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th. Yes, the 5th. <laughs> okay. Uh, September yes. 5th, we will be uh, once again back 5.30 p.m. California time, the only time that matters. Uh, we will see you then. Peace. Thanks, Doug. We Thanks, out of here. Hold on a second. Don't go anywhere, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>